Okay, I'm just being handed new lineup. Uh, coming in to pitch for Blue Jay is number 99. It's what in the Putin is this? Hung Jin Ru? Hey guys, I'm Dan Lauer. And I'm Danny Holweg, and welcome to the Let's Play 2 podcast. It is episode 2 for you people who have been itching with your earbuds, your iPhones, you're waiting for that download, you, I know you're trying to still figure out how to subscribe, particularly if you're the Sergeant Major out there who didn't even know until two days ago that there was a podcast, and asked me to send that link again, so I'm going to do that for him, I'm going to have to send him his own personal link, uh, but the Sergeant Major, for those of you guys know, is... Uh, or don't know is AJ, who is the Loveland Sea Sharks. He had the first pick of the draft, and ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're gonna do here. We're gonna deal with the draft. When drafting, I know who I wanna take time and time again. Dan, the draft. Just general impressions. What did you think of it? I mean, yeah, look, I mean, you and I, you know, I had you in town here. And so we were sitting out on my patio just with our computers open, a beer in hand and just getting ready for this baby. I was logged on, I think, an hour and a half early, ready to go. Just, you know, I had my strategy. You and I kind of laid out our guesses of what each team would do in those first couple picks. Like, oh, they need a catcher or they need middle infielder. They definitely go on starters. And we were, I think, almost wrong and almost all of them. I was more wrong than right for sure. I I thought, oh, this this team needs whatever first base, third base, middle infield, gotta go pitching. I remember a team I thought for sure is gonna need hitting, went pitching, and I thought, oh my goodness, now I'm scratching out my own stuff, right? Everyone's doing that at home in your own places, and you're, like, oh no, I did not think this player was gonna fall. I thought I thought for sure. What did I say? Like five pitchers at least were going to come off the board mm -hmm. before they even got to me at pick 10. That was not the case. So it was it was wild. But yeah, it was a it was a pleasant time on your patio uh, with some beers. We were logged in trying trying to throw some. Uh, although I stopped throwing people on the queue. I have to do it differently <laughs> because I couldn't stand couldn't stand that sound. And then suddenly it wasn't even that whoop, 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 which I got disappointed with because now yeah, suddenly man. it was just some guy talking to me like, huh, apparently he was interested in that player too. I'm like, who is this <laughs> jerk from flipping El Paso's recording in my ear? Yeah, I never, I never had those <laughs> notifications, man. And that's my favorite part is I put everybody in the queue <laughs> just so I can hear it. And I didn't get it, man. And then I never even, I would come up and be my pick and no like countdown, no clock, no you're on the clock. Nothing, man. I was just glad I was paying attention. Um, I know that you started to almost immediately, as everybody does, right, start looking at your team, start figuring out, okay, where, where am I light? Where did I do well? Uh, and you certainly do that with other teams, not just you. I'm sure all of us do. And we start uh, sort of examining, okay, where, how do I feel about my positioning in this league after after a draft and but you do some homework man you you literally have a couple of notes on each on each team so i'm gonna let you sort of take us through this uh section of what we call the bullpen warm-up 
This is Dan's general impression of just some teams and some bullet points. Go ahead. Take it away. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You. Yeah, man. So let's just, you know, dive in with our with our guy you already mentioned, AJ, uh, and the Loveland Sea Sharks. And, uh, you know, just, you know, just general impression, honestly. I mean, his catcher, he's going to be weak there, right? I mean, he's got Carson Kelly from the Diamondbacks. I mean, and we all know the catcher position after those first couple guys, it gets very weak. Um, and so I don't remember where he took him. I can't imagine it was early, but he's going to be weak. He's going to be searching for some help there, I believe, at the catcher position. Um, he got a little risky. We we were kind of joking about Yastrzemski, um, you know, how they had him plugged in at the top of available outfielders. You know, we were just <laughs> waiting for somebody to pull the trigger on him. And he did. Yeah. And, and he he wasn't out there too long. I mean, he was out there for a little bit, but uh, he ended up taking him. And then, you know, really just as far as starting pitching for Loveland Sea Sharks is concerned, I mean, you know, that's that's probably my question mark, right? I mean, he's got five starters, and that includes Matthew Boyd, who I am all too familiar with uh, seeing him this spring training uh, as I announced those games. And so he's, uh, you know, he's got starting pitching, but I think he's he's going to have some struggles there. Um, that's just my general impression on his team. But um, otherwise, I think offensively, he's he's OK. Um, just that catcher position. But I think other guys are going to be struggling there as well. Yeah, I, I it's it's interesting to think about how how guys build their teams, and uh, I just always have more than the minimum pitchers, and so that's the first thing that stands out for me is like, oh, he's got the minimum, which means he's just going to be fooling around on the waiver wire throughout, trying to maybe stream some starts or trying to figure out how to add that second or third extra starter that he needs somewhere around there. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a team. <laughs> sergeant major sergeant major you got yourself a team all Good in job. line great team sir thank you for all you do for our country and i do mean that part so yeah and then moving into our new guy tim mcgraw you know barbecue stain on his white t-shirt um you know he uh he's got a really strong outfield and, uh, you know, I'll get to my team, but that's I've got a little hole there, but his outfield is solid. I mean, Yelich, Ozuna, Marte, Judge, and he's got David Peralta from from the Diamondbacks as a utility. So he is set there um, and he's also got really strong pitching. I think his team is one that really stood out to me. That is is a very solid team and somebody at least on paper is going to be somebody we got to keep our eyes on. Um Although Drew Pomerantz is, I, I believe he's hurt. Um, he's got some some injuries that he's dealing with right now. But honestly, man, that's just a reliever, right? And so I think outside of that, he's gonna he's gonna have a very strong team this year. He's just got to play his cards right with how he shuffles around some things. Uh, maybe when it comes to some of that pitching, but he's in a good spot, and I like his team. Totally agree. I think it's a I think it's a pretty high floor on that team, right? That that outfield is is stacked. He's got a few injuries. He's going to have to sort of wait for Lamette a little bit. Uh, Luke Voigt, I think, is just going to start start the year on the IL, but I don't think it's going to be too far or it's going to be too too far into the season until he gets him back. Uh, I don't know who Sam Hilliard is, so that's going to be fun to to try to figure <laughs> out how how scared I am of. And I live in Colorado. (laughs) I'm taking Sam Hilliard. All right. 
so moving on then here, just to keep the ball rolling, you know, Akuna Makata with Brian, um, you know, again, kind of that same spot there, as I mentioned with Loveland Sharks there is, is again, weak at catcher. Um, Sean Murphy's is catcher, um, probably a little bit better catcher than, than Sea Sharks has. But again, you know, we know the case with catchers, right? There's just not that many of them. Uh, his first base, third base, Jared Walsh. Um, probably could be a struggle there with him, but he's got Bellinger who's got the first base spot there. He could plug him in there and throw in Aaron Hicks as one of his other guys. So he's, he's got things he can work with there. Um, you know, he, he is young at second and short, obviously, you know, he's got BGO, he's got Bichette, um, Tatis. Yes, he's young. I know he's also proven, but who knows what he may, you know, come out with this year. He's, he's made for the rest of his life, his grandkids, his great grandkids life. So, you never know what could happen there. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see if Brian knows the origin story of the of the six toe Sanchez uh, growing mm-hmm. up on the streets of Guatemala. <laughs> not, very, not very many people know that story. And maybe maybe we can dig up those very archived notes and read you the story of the six toe. Uh, keep us pushing. What, yeah. What and, and I'll just say one last thing, you know, on, on him is, is he, he is very strong at starting pitching and, and including six toes, uh, <laughs> Sanchez. He's, he's very good. Uh, I do, I do like most of his team. Um, I'll, I'll mention something later, but Eloy Jimenez, it's, you know, he's out. I think he, <laughs> I don't know if he died or he's just really hurt, but I think he ripped his arm out of his socket trying to catch I, a home run ball. I was watching that game. Uh, and I saw him run into the wall. I was watching it live. I was I was doing something, had it on in the background, and then they took a bit of time to, to come and collect him. And I texted. I was able to text Brian, and I said, "Oh no, did you lose Eloy Jimenez?" And Brian Brian texted me back, and he would have been at work. He's like, "Oh no, I don't know. Did I?" <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, okay, maybe it's just a sore shoulder. And uh, sure enough, you know, a few few hours later, I think Brian texts me back of uh, a few expletives about Eloy Jimenez. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that was one of his keepers. So what are you gonna do? Uh, um, not keep him. Well, you know, we're being gutted. We're losing Giambi, Damon. So uh, moving on to uh, we got two and two to Harvey Kuhn Uh, looking at his team again. I I really thought a pretty decent team. Um, You know, the only thing that really stuck out, I mean, Brian Reynolds in the outfield with Pittsburgh. I mean, he's probably the only name I know on that team. Um, And then Yuli Gurriel at first base. Um, Outside of that, though, he has really strong starting pitching. Um, I think Corbin Burns, they're projecting him to possibly win the Cy Young for the Brewers. Walker Bueller and Urias, you know very well. Zach Gallen, uh, Dustin May, who's had a really good spring. So I think he is in really prime shape there on starting pitching. And outside of, again, just some of those very small holes that he has. And he also has our boy, Ryan Mountcastle, <laughs> on his team, uh, who Danny got to intro. Uh, I've, I've at a literally game. said, I've literally, to a very um, socially distanced Detroit Tigers uh, fan base, whatever that was a couple of weeks ago, have uttered the words, now batting. Ryan Mountcastle. And one of your buddies looked over at me up in the press booth and said, you've been waiting to say his name all day. <laughs> I said, absolutely. <laughs> like, that is so rad, that name. Oh, my sweet Jesus. 
That's right. I did uh, not expect any of those guys to get drafted. I think we saw three or four of them get yanked and we were laughing each time because you had already announced them like that day. It was great. Yeah, it was. The, and our draft was that night. Right. So I uh, four hours beforehand, I think I, I got to say Ryan Mountcastle It would have been awesome if it was the next day and I would have been set, you know, now batting. Ryan Mountcastle, who has just been drafted by two and two to Harvey Kuhn. Um, I, I'm ju- I'm interested to see how many strikeouts Grichuk has until he gets dropped. Uh, the Bobby Witt Jr. He picked him up, and I thought, oh man, that's that's good. And for those of you who don't know, Dan's a great guy. He's a, a Brian's dad uh, as well, and uh, they they both of them are, are, are Dodgers fans. And I think Brian is also a Royals fan. Uh, so for those of you who own Royals and you want to try to ship them to, to Brian, uh, that's the case. But the Bobby Witt Jr., who's also a Royal, was a was a fascinating. It was it wasn't drafted, but it was a, a fascinating pickup, and I thought oh, that might work out really really well. So I was just looking at his team in general, and I like that moment. All right, so next we've got uh, Team Diamond Kids. Uh, looking at his team, you know, uh, very solid pitching. Again, another team who has done did really good in the draft when it comes to starting pitching. Luis Castillo, Lucas Giolito, Aaron Nola, who I actually saw pitching today for the Phillies, Blake Snell. Um, he's he's really really in a good spot there starting pitching. Um, you know, again, James Mechanic catcher. I think. You know, I, I think he did pretty decent last year for the White Sox. Um, he's on a great Mets team now that I think maybe that'll help boost him a little bit. Um, the only other thing was Luis uh, Arias, uh, who's the his second base in his second base shortstop flex there. Uh, <laughs> when you see that he's only owned in 4% of leagues, um, it raises a few question marks for me and the fact that I don't even know if I've ever heard of the cat before. But hey, you know what? <laughs> You got to start somewhere, right? He and Sam Hilliard came up together, apparently. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I look at his outfield and I and I, I shudder. I I don't know how that'll go. I doesn't. Luis Roberts going to strike out. Kyle Lewis is good. I don't know if he's that good. Uh, Dylan Carlson. Yeah, it just. Mm, it's it's a young team. He likes young guys and and not in that way. But he likes you know he likes <laughs> he likes rookie players. He'd be awesome trying to build a dynasty a dynasty league here. But uh, the pitching, sure. I, I tried to. I, I I reached out to him actually looking for a trade for uh, Air, uh for nola i like nola too there although that was one of his keepers but i was trying to uh see if he would go straight up with another a legit a legit player and uh but i just couldn't pull off the not uh, a not a lot of straight up one for one trade deals <laughs> it's gotta be like a five for one I, I don't know why he shot the sam hilliard for Aaron nola down <laughs> i don't i just don't know you uh, traded for Hilliard and you tried to flip him <laughs> immediately. Like, oh, Hilliard's going to be a hot item. Uh, and then Wander Franco. I don't even think I, Wander Franco's not even starting the season. I think with the big club, but he should be up at some point. Yeah. So moving on to Cinder uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, who is Corey Reynolds' team. Um, again, you know, just that catcher position. I think you know, could haunt him a little bit there, but you know, the rest of his team, uh, Andrew Benatendi, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about that one in the outfield, Trent Grisham. Um, that's, that's a pretty solid pick. I don't know if I would have gone as early on him there. Um, but you know, Hey, you never know. And then, uh, really for his, 
Um, I, I looked at the rest of his offense, pretty solid. Um, his pitching, uh, a lot of question marks in his pitching. Um, he's really outside of Strasburg and Granke, um, you know, a lot of relievers and not a whole lot speaking to me outside of those two guys in, in starters. I mean, he's got, geez, Ian Anderson. He's got what Savale. Aaron Savelle from the Indians and Debbie Garcia. I mean, so he's going to struggle there with some pitching. So some of these other guys, Corey, after you listen to the podcast, you might want to be hitting that trade, <laughs> that trade button there. See if you can Sam Hilliard for some pitching straight up. Uh, yeah. It, it's so, it's, it's so wonky that you <clears throat> even mispronounce Savale's name, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron Savale. You're like, it's Savale is Savale, whatever. It's not going to last, but uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but I agree with you that the pitching is mm, going to need to be navigated. Yeah, next we got Mighty Wombats. Uh, oh yes, Daryl wasn't there for the draft, so <laughs> that was the uh, no. He had, had Daryl had told me, uh, yeah, I I was all set and ready for the draft. I thought it was at this time, and then I got an email that said your draft has been completed. Here's your team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tough. So, okay, well, did you know that uh, you drafted you drafted some people? One of them was Will Myers. I will take Will Myers. I just want him on my team. Let no, Wombats, um, you know, I, I mean, I thought, honestly, his, his team, considering that he wasn't really a part of the draft, um, auto draft did him pretty good. Um, his, his bench even, uh, he's, he's got a pretty good solid bench. Um, Josh Donaldson's on his bench. Fran Mill Reyes, Victor Robles. That's, is on that's his exactly bench. how he was uh, going into that draft. He's like, I'm going to try to draft <laughs> the most solid bench. I can absolutely get. Out well, of he didn't get, he didn't draft a backup second baseman. I think Colton Wong, uh, isn't Wong for this world. <laughs> so he might want to, uh, you know, again, be looking at the free agent wire there on that one. But, uh, you know, again, decent pitching. Um, you know, he went with the minimum pitchers cause he, he extended on his outfield or I'm sorry, on his, on his offense bench there. Um, but you know, man, again, outside, I mean, he's got Charlie Morton. What's he going to do? He's got a great offense there to support him in Atlanta, but Zach Wheeler, Sonny Gray, Chris Bassett. I mean, again, you know, there's some question marks there, but again, I'm not going to ride it too hard until we get started with this season. But overall, not horrible considering he didn't technically participate. I almost guarantee you that he got that email, looked at that team and said, who's Christian Javier? (laughs) Yeah, we move on to a friend of the feather. Uh, which is a shared team, I believe, Mark and Marcus. Um, <laughs> Are the same guy. <laughs> nice. Um, just some notes on his team. Um, you know, again, a Rosarena. You know, we kind of talked about that one. Similar to Yastrzemski is, is, you know, yes, he had a great playoff push. Will that truly hold? And will he be that same kid? There's a reason the, the Cardinals got rid of him. And, you know, they maybe didn't see something. And so we'll see, you know, we'll see, maybe, maybe he'll prove us all wrong. Will he have a repeat? Um, but with the second pick, I thought that was aggressive. Um, outside of that, you know, really strong starting pitching. Um, he only, he only has one reliever. Um, but I understand that part. Cause I, I again, follow that 
same philosophy of, you know what, I'm not going to dive into these relievers again this year. I'm going to go heavy starters. Um, but I mean, he's got Bauer, Darvish, McCullers, who is, I think if he didn't, he is about to sign a really big deal. He's got Corey Kluber, who I've seen, uh, during spring training, looked really good, looked, looked a lot like his old self. Tristan McKenzie, who was a rookie last year, showed up and looked really good. Um, so I feel he's got a really solid starting, uh, rotation for his team this year. I'm looking at that catcher to uh, first base, Eric. Hot. Like it, it, there's some hitting, right, man? Especially if it were 2018, that would be that'd be a wild team to to own. Um, we'll see how they all come through and kind of bounce back to 21. But there's going to be some offense to be had with with that thing. And Nelson Cruz, who seems to be 40 years old and still wants to hit 40 home runs, so yeah, I mean he's in. he's going to see a lot of strikeouts out of Gary Sanchez. But outside of that, you know, I think he'll be all right. Um, on to our next guy, uh, Real Muto of Beverly Hills, who probably doesn't even know how to find or open a podcast. Um, so we'll probably never hear this evaluation of his team unless I uh, tie him down and force him to listen to it. But uh, this is Ryan, who is one of my coworkers uh, who runs our ticketing department here with the Tigers. He also was on the draft, but seemingly not always aware of the draft as he made some sketchy decisions, he drafted CJ Crone extremely early. And for all you Rockies fans, I'm sorry, but he broke his leg for the Tigers last year in like week one. So good luck there. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Uh, Tommy LaStella uh, in his second and shortstop flex spot there is very interesting. Um, so maybe he'll move some pieces around. Uh, Matt Barnes is already out as his reliever for the Red Sox. Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to harp on the guy, but you know, he's, he's pretty weak at the starting pitching. I mean, he's got DeGrom and after that, it just kind of falls off. Um, he drafted Clevenger really early thinking I'll hold him for 2022. Um, so, you know, this is our reigning champion of the league who I thought was going to come out guns ablazing and just, uh, surprise us all with a CJ crone pick. It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story, turning average Joes into the proverbial pumpkin. I sure do like pumpkins, Cotton. So Cuckoo Cano for, uh, Mr. Robinson is, is next. Um, you know, looking at his team, very solid offense. Again, I feel like he's got a very strong offense. I don't. I don't think he's going to see a whole lot of issues there. Um, Shohei Otani, man, I think is just going to be probably the best player in baseball this year. Just simply observing what he's done. I know it's practice, it's spring training, but this cat is ready to come out and compete this year. And I think the fact he can use him offensively and pitching, I think that is just probably the best best player right now because he's a two-way player. Um, and, and so Otani is my guy there for him. But Good relievers. Um, he's on the struggle bus a little bit for starting pitching. You know, outside of Scherzer, uh, not a lot of familiar, sexy names out there. Odorizzi uh, signed very late, hasn't got a lot of pitching in. He struggled. He's struggled since he signed. Um, and just a lot of relievers. So hopefully he's going to get a lot of saves and a lot of holds. Yeah, I don't know anyone who's gone into the draft saying I'm going to target Luis Patino, but... Ben did so. Fair enough. Go yeah. go and get it. But, uh, it. Maybe he's uh, just going to throw relievers at us forever until he makes that crazy run at August first, and then just start streaming starters who are all tired in the heat of summer. So yeah. Um. So w- real quick, we'll finish up here. Uh, we've got Kershaw Shank Redemption. Uh, Danny's team. Um. I just want to say, have fun with Grandal. Um. I'll miss him, but I won't. 
Um, so enjoy that. But at least you got a solid catcher, at least as far as uh, on paper is. Um, you know, again, man, you know, you always uh, tend to have a really solid team. David Price, that's a question mark for me. You know, what's he really going to look like this year? Um, will he opt out again because of COVID, because he's scared? Um, you know, German for the Yankees, what's what's his situation? And I know you kind of pulled a few relievers, kind of like I did, hoping maybe just for some of those holds, maybe some a lot of rotation we saw last year, and I think we'll see again this year with guys interchanging from eighth inning to ninth inning. Um, so I think you played your cards there a little bit. Uh, and then the only thing I probably thought was a surprise move for you was drafting your two injured guys. You know, you took Severino and you took Syndergaard, hoping to keep those guys for next year. Um, so, you know, questionable there. But outside of that, I think your offense is is very stacked. I think you got a very solid um, offensive thing and you're going to score a lot of points. Uh, you pick up on pretty much everything I was thinking, right? Like the David Price <coughs> is... We're going to find out how fast he's droppable here in the in the first couple of weeks. So you're absolutely right about that. But I needed an arm. Uh, so and then the the Domingo Herman was a it was kind of on my radar. I'm just wondering if he can throw. And I'm thinking right now he's going to throw better than David Price. So it's kind of the that's what I'm switching in. And I really am hoping for Soroka there too. Well, I'm just glad you looked up the pronunciations uh, before I did because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying countries. now batting <laughs> Domingo yeah. German. Um, and then last but not least, I mean, I'll, I'll go over my team, but maybe sure. you can shed some more light on that. Cause I may not have critiqued myself as hard, oh, but I'll shed you know, something. <laughs> I went, uh, I went, you know, I went outfielders late because I harped on that in our first podcast about outfielders are always there and very plentiful. And I think it came back to bite me in the butt a little bit. Um, Miles straw, you know, I took, way too early very aggressive but i saw the projections there man of him having 39 stolen bases or something crazy and i was like give me some of that um but then i didn't realize he's probably gonna struggle everywhere else um austin hayes i think he's another hole there could do okay um stanton makes me a little bit nervous but man i got him so late i got him on the second end of the draft so that one doesn't bother me as much um, I feel pretty good at my starting pitching. I went starting pitching early and often, um, did not focus on the relievers that much. Um, cause again, I have that mindset of, man, who do we really know? Is there really a solid closer this year or is it going to be interchangeable? Um, and then the only move I made so far is adding, uh, Bobby Dahlbeck from the, from the Red Sox. Cause the cat's going off in spring training and I've done this before and it didn't do anything, but I'm I'm just riding his wave right now. I'm thinking, you know what? He's a bench spot. If he does great, awesome. If he doesn't, he's right back on the free agent market. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I look at your team and I'm thinking Mondesi, we'll see. Simeon, we'll see. Austin Hayes, Straw, Brian Anderson, eh, we'll see. Love the starting pitching. I think you actually did well with the pitching uh, with Bieber, Cole, and Ryu. That's 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 going to carry you quite a bit, uh, quite a ways, and you can always kind of plug and play as you need to catch more starts or whatever. Uh, the relievers, I really don't get too far into relievers. I just don't take relievers that early, um, and neither did you. Uh, so uh, they're so volatile uh, uh, towards the towards the you know the last part of the draft that this guy could work but he's going to lose a job and you just kind of have to be active on the wire 
Uh, I like that Jamison Tyone pick. He was he he would have been in my queue if I had the guts to put him in there and listen to that sound of him being taken. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it can work. There's a few, there's three four guys in that offense that I'm 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 wondering how that'll play out for you. Uh, but of course, this podcast is a, a little more about entertainment and some stories or what have you. Um, and I'm going to remind Dan of a time when uh, he did something I've never seen, ever <laughs> seen done by a fantasy player. Uh, we've been playing since 2000, uh, 2000 yeah, 2009 yeah. Uh, together. And uh, coming off of a phenomenal 2009 year was a player who had to come off a couple of good years was a pitcher, Chad Billingsley. And you targeted this Mm -hmm. cat and then you drafted him for sure. Nothing. Well, I think it was the 12th round that you picked him up. It's like about where Chad Billingsley was going to go right mid threes ERA good for 30 something starts. Uh, And and then tell the people what happened. Uh, I knew you'd bring up the Chad Billingsley saga of 2010. I thought that would have been long and forgotten about, but oh man, Chad Billingsley, gosh, 2010. Yeah, he was riding that wave on the Dodgers of being just a solid, and you're a Dodger guy, so I don't remember if he was the number one, number two, but he was up there because he was he was, he was, was a tough starter. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I targeted him. I wanted him. I However, I didn't need him twice, and that's what happened. I drafted him. My internet apparently was getting all funky. I go into auto-draft. I get back. I reestablish my connection. I come on. Auto-pick says, you know what? We're going to give you two Chad Billingsleys. (laughs) Didn't even know that could happen, but I had two Chad Billingsleys. Same picture, (laughs) same smile. I thought, oh, man, Dan lost connection. Who's he going to get? Well, next up in the queue is boop, 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 boop. Chad Billingsley again. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Unreal that you had, and I think you you carried him all the way through the draft and had to dump one of the Chad Billingsley to pick mm-hmm. up whatever pitcher that you were going to fill in on that. So man, that uh, is, yeah, that was horrible that the system even allowed that to, that he was even still out there to have happened. Auto draft is a dicey game, children. Uh-huh. It is a yeah. dicey game out of there, whatever it is. Uh, so that takes care of our uh, taking the mound uh, section with that quick Chad Chad Billingsley uh, story. Uh, it takes us to what uh, all our listeners have been waiting for is the one, two, three inning of our podcast, uh, where we kind of really get specific about some league items, uh, things that sort of touch on us. Uh, of course, this is a draft uh, recap episode, so we're going to deal with that a little bit. And uh, I remember thinking about, okay, wh- what's going to be out one, out two, and out three? And out one here, I thought, man, I cannot believe that player got taken there. Dan Lauer, who's that player for you? I cannot believe that player got taken there. I cannot believe <laughs> Tim Anderson went fifth overall. Oh, my sweet Jesus. Tim Anderson, albeit as a great player, but he would have been there five rounds later, man. And he went in our first round and and it was the fifth overall pick by the Mighty Wombats. And when I saw that, I could not believe it. I was actually pretty happy because I realized I was going to get a better player. It, it was one of those, right? I knew pitchers were going to get taken off the board, and Snell came off the board. Darvish then came off the board, uh, I think, in picks two and three. Um, 
then he, I, I'm going to get to to mine here because it's happening in the same round. The the Zach Gallon and and I can't get past the Trent Grisham. This guy's crazy. Yep. I wouldn't dig in there if I was you. So Trent Grisham went with the fourth pick, and then Zach Gallon was not a pitcher I was thinking was going to get taken off the board when I'm thinking, oh, these guy these guys are going to need this player, or this team's going to need this player. There is no way, and I thought, okay, I'm going to get a selection of this pit these this pool of pitchers because I knew I was going to be after a pitcher as I was discussing with that with you on the patio, and then Zach Gallon got taken. I thought, oh, okay. Good for me, I suppose. Um, and then the Trent Grisham one, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I guess I don't get it. And maybe that's my mistake and it's my blind spot. Uh, it's a bit of a Padre syndrome as well. So uh, fair enough. But yeah, are- I know, I know we, we, we kept speculating who would go where and when and why. And you kept hoping, man, I think we kind of played it. It's going to be starting pitching, maybe a first base, second base for some of these guys we thought had holes. You thought possibly LeMahieu could make it to you, I remember. But if not, you were hoping you could get like a Max Freed, um, somebody around that. But I knew you weren't going to take Gallon, And even I wasn't because I was like, I don't know <laughs> what it is about this cat. Even and- his wife wasn't. <laughs> even his wife, Maria Gallon, Gallon, was not going to draft him. She looked at him over the over her laptop and said, sorry, honey, but I'm going to have to go with Tyler Glass now. So and that's she just- even even. And that's just fallen too closely with the projections and the rankings of where these cats are. And the only other thing, man, was uh, Iglesias as a closer first yeah. round. I thought that was aggressive. But, hey, maybe I like how you're, uh, show us I like why. how your term aggressive is this nice use of euphemism for what the Come! Come! are you doing? <laughs> well, I don't know these cats that well. And, uh, you know, I don't want them to hate me. <laughs> I know Ben. Ben's uh, good at this. Ben has won this league. Uh, ben, what the? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll also toss this in, although this isn't quite part of the uh, one, two, three. I when you took Hyunjin Ryu right before me, because mm. I, I was I had him. I was all set. I'm like, oh, I will. I'm going to go bang, bang, back from 10 to, uh, what was that, uh, 15, I believe. I was going to take two pitches off the board, and you totally forced my hand to take Nick Castellanos in that, in that pick. But I that was another one where I kind of wanted to say, what the <laughs> are you doing? But in the sense of I wanted that dude. So uh, yeah, thanks cause... for taking Ryu in front of me. <laughs> You're welcome. And he faces Cole in the first game of the season. So that's going to be great. For ah, you start them both and you just cross your fingers. Oh, yeah, no. Two no hitters at the same time. So it uh, takes us to out two of our one, two, three inning. Uh, what went right for you? What, who did you get that you're like, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, again, I, I would say, I mean, I uh, not looking at the first round because, again, I think you typically know you're going to get a few things that are pretty good for you. But um, I was pretty happy that um, Ryu was even still there for me um, with my second turnaround pick. But I felt pretty good at the fact that I was able to grab, you know, Goldschmidt when I did. And I know you don't necessarily love Simeon, but I was glad I got him when I did. Vasquez, I still was able to get at least a decent catcher. 
And then the fact that I got Stanton as late as I did really worked out for me. And, and I was I was pretty happy with those picks. And really from from there on forward, things kind of went, you know, a little 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 haywire. I'm always trying to figure out what that a 10, 11, 12, 13 round is going to look like. Where, where do I need positions and who can I trust? I, I don't know how this will work out, but I, I totally comfortable talking about it and, and sort of patting myself on the back for, for taking the risk. Uh, Soroka in the 14th. And I know some of these guys had to have Soroka on their, you know, on their radar and thinking about taking them. And I really was just thinking, how, how early do I have to, to stretch and to reach for it in order to snag him? And I, I kept waiting and I, I was ready really at round 11. Uh, and then I went for Paddock, which I'm okay with it. You know, it's sort of, uh, I, I'm facetious about the, the Padres thing. So some guys are thinking, Hey, I thought you didn't take Padres except when they're, you know, pitchers I need in the 11th round. So I'm not, I'm fine with that pick, but I was ready in the 11th to go Soroka. And then I just kind of got nervous and my round 12 went 13 went 14. Like I got to take Soroka here, uh, because I think it's just going to be a good one. And, and the value at 14, I thought would pay off. So and I actually got my Justin Turner back. So I, it was <laughs> a moment when I thought, Oh, I have to keep, I might have to keep him. And he was a keeper for me for a second until round 15. He, he came, he kind of came back to me, but then you're right. When I started to think about the Tommy Johns was another thing. Like how early am I going to take the Tommy Johns, uh, and Severino and Syndergaard, but I, I think I held off okay. It was, you know, round 21, 22, and you just start to really take some leaps of faith on that one. So uh, let's see. Out three, I suppose, is where we're at. So let's look at out three. Which which team outside of us you think, man, you drafted well. You, you Whether it was they started with good keepers and continued that trend, or I wasn't sure about your keepers, but by the time it all played out, you surprised me. Who was that? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say um, our new guy, Tim McGraw, um, you know, especially because it's his first time in the league. Um, you know, I thought he did a really nice job of drafting his team. Um, you know, he, he has really strong, you know, outfield. Like I said, his offense is pretty good. He's got really strong pitching. I only mentioned the Pomerantz thing, but <laughs> that's not much to really harp on because um, obviously he didn't know that when he drafted him. But Outside of that, I thought he did a really good job. Um, I, I think he's doing pretty good. And then two and two to Harvey Kuhn, um, again, is probably the next guy that I thought had a really solid draft. No glaring holes, very strong starting pitching that I think he's going to have a very, again, very strong season. Man, uh, he's going to love that I say this, but I I think Acuna Mancada, I think Brian Remember in the in the keepers, like he had all of his pitching and he wasn't hanging on to it. But the pitching may not be great, you know. Yet he, he got some players back that he won. I know Glass now and, and Luzardo and, and and Hendricks. I'm not a big Hendricks fan, but everybody else is, and for for a good reason. He's he's great in our league. I think it's some good pitching all the way to Alcantara for the Marlins. But and and that hitting man, that hitting is serious. So. I'm going to be looking at that team for all season long until, you know, his team gets hurt. Hence, Eloy Jimenez, which is a nice segue, I suppose, to the blown save section of our podcast is our last section. uh, What I like to affectionately call the goose gossip section.
And this is kind of the final takeaway section or some thoughts or whatever it is. But you have a bit of a trade story because that's what this podcast <laughs> is, too, is sort of the behind the scenes insider trading info that we have. I mentioned I tried to work a deal for Aaron Nola and just couldn't pull it off. But uh, I, and I know you're a big trader. You, you love to you love to offer. You love to ponder. You love to get trade requests to see if you can work out a deal. Uh, what happened this week for you? Uh, well, you know, I've been shopping a little bit already. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of like Amazon Prime Day. And I was, you know, just out there searching for some outfielders. And, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, I, I sent a few and then I kind of pulled them off as a sinking. You know, it's a little early. It's too early to be aggressive. Ah, so you're, you're what we call I, uh, a, da- a dangler. You just dangle <laughs> someone out there and then you pull them out of the lake there for a moment. I got you. I just show them I'm interested and then make them make the first move. But uh, <laughs> I I messaged Brian, who we have a bit of a history as it is already with trades. And I, I, I messaged him. I didn't send a request. I just said, hey, man, any interest in chipping one of your outfielders? Because he, he has a solid outfield. Plus, he has two pretty decent guys on his bench for outfield. So I was thinking, you know, maybe he'll ship me a guy like Hicks or a Frazier just somebody to kind of fill that spot for me, that void. And um, so sure enough, the cat sends and he says, why don't you go after, I think it was birds of a feather. And he says, why don't you reach out to him? He's got a lot of outfielders. And I, you know, I didn't reply or anything, but then sure enough, he sends me a trade request for sending me Eloy Jimenez. And he was going to get Marcus Simeon and one other of my players. And he said, I should have sent this two weeks ago my fault lol and i go <laughs> on and I'm, and I'm thinking what am i missing here i go on and i was like oh that's right jimenez shattered his arm out of the socket today and this cat's trying to unload jimenez for marcus stroman and one of my other cats oh my god here's the behind the scenes of that moment because i had texted brian i'm like oh i think jimenez is hurt sure enough pectoral muscle whatever he tears it out six six months or something like that and immediately, he immediately connects with me and says, oh, I've got to send Dan Lauer this trade request. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, should I do it? Oh, my! I think I was all caps on the text. Yes. With a few exclamation points. His next text to me is like, should I make it ridiculous? Yes. Like, I just <laughs> wanted to just I just wanted you to get a trade request of a six month out Eloy Jimenez uh, for for some good pieces uh, for some good pieces on your team. Um, yeah, so I was, I was a little bit of trolling, a little bit of trolling you. Uh, and it was nice. It was funny. And I, I enjoyed it. I was working and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, either Jimenez is like, okay, not bad. And then I, like something hit me in the back of the head was like, <laughs> dude, he's broken. And I, <laughs> I go on to look at it and I'm like, again, Brian with the two for one, even with an injured guy, he's trying to rip two guys for a broken cat. And I'm just like, good God. That that's pretty much our, our draft recap. I guess a great way I, I like to do this is in, in a word, right? Uh, we did it last time. In one word, uh, how did you feel about this draft uh, draft experience? Whether it's about your team or about the the league in general, how did they do? Solid. 
I, I thought this was a really good year for a draft. I thought guys did really good um, going into it with some of the keepers. I thought, man, how is how are these guys going to build up a team? Kind of like you mentioned with Brian and Akuna Makata. Like, where is he going to fill this hole for the starting pitching? And he did. He came through. He he did well. Like you said, I know he's your kind of team to watch, but um, I, I thought it was solid, man. I thought it was a good draft. It was cherry on top that you were here and we we were able to do it in person and, and have some fun with it and, and joke and make comments about each guy when they were pulled maybe too early or, wow, how did that guy end up in there? Um, and and my point to that was is I will comment, Brian, and, and give you some praise here and say, with your last pick, he was still paying attention because he took Robbie Ray, who, guys... I don't know why you let him get there and fault to me as well. But Robbie Ray with the last pick in this year's draft. Good job, Brian. <laughs> <Got him! laughs> yeah, it just is going to I think that's going to work out, too. I, I, I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm not only, you know, my, my team and some of the, I, I really did navigate kind of what exactly what I wanted to do, including the Tommy Johns. Uh, and Soroka, so I, I kind of have an affinity of looking at some of the injured players and trying to project and figure out what that's going to be like and kind of keep those doors open. But I, I'm proud of this league, man. This this league does draft, and you look over those teams, and you're like, man, this is kind of why we're all within points, right? It's this, it's going to take 7,000 points to win, and no one's going to be blown out by 1,500 points. I mean, you know, it's going to be within 500 points from 1 to 12, so... Uh, I'm proud of this league. I'm proud of uh, these guys paying attention, even of uh, Daryl, who's got his, you know, had had a good uh, locker room talk, a good Billy Bean talk with his auto drafter and saying, hey, I need you to come through with me when I get that email. I should be proud of it. Uh, So I think these guys can really do some some damage here throughout the season. It's going to be a lot of fun as we start up here in just in less than a week. So. Um, and I'm just going to echo something here real quick, fellas, is, you know, hopefully you are listening to this because it's fun. And I know Danny and I enjoy it. And hopefully you do, too, because we're going to be bringing on some of you as guests uh, here in the future, too, to get your take on your team, how the season's going, some things maybe you're after, uh, just some of those challenges, things you're looking at. But hey, look, look, this is also one thing I want to get off my chest here is I got a lot of problems with you people. Just when you get a trade request. Hey, you know, you don't have to accept it, obviously, because it may be ridiculous. But hey, if nothing else, maybe you send a counter. Um, all right, you guys, that's going to wrap up our draft recap. Probably one of our longer uh, our longer podcasts. And so we're trying to get through everyone's team, make sure that you get a little bit of a shout out of what you're doing well, what you're doing questionably. Uh, as always, uh, when you are, you know, trying to download and subscribe, we would love that. If you want to throw comments in the con- comments section, you can certainly do that, too. Uh, you can stream us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Uh, with that, I'll say goodbye. Dan, I'll give you a shot. Hey, thanks guys for listening. We'll check you here soon. Send me a message and just say, guy, really? Come on, I'm not sending you this. But check your trade requests. The only thing that i need is the guts to draft a padre so let's go there
It's time to look like a fool, but come on, let's go there. I'll rip him right out of your queue. I will draft Will my 